0: Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Everybody, welcome back. It is Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady, with my co-host, JC. Hey there. We are here. We're going to jump, dive right in because this is such an awesome uh, topic and it, it's sad that it's needed. But our guest, Michelle Dickinson, here is a workplace uh, mental health strategist and resilience coach and has given us some amazing advice about her business. So what's the name of your business, Michelle?
1: Trifecta Mental Health.
0: Trifective Mental Health. And your website is careforyourpeople.com. That's it. Yeah. love it. I absolutely love it. We touched on this a little bit, but I want to talk a little bit more about burnout at work because even without an official diagnosis of some kind of medical condition, mental health condition, burnout's real. Uh, so many of us, me, me included, if I didn't have a couple of days off this past week just to go and burn off some steam and attempt well, it to sleep, that didn't really happen. But I, I needed to just turn my computer off I mean, I'm the HR lady, and I was feeling so burnt out.
1: Yeah. Well, here's my question. Why are we letting it get to a point of burnout, right? This is what I challenge my my clients all the time. Why are you waiting until you have an employee hit burnout? Then, then you're losing them. Then they're going to be out of the office. They're going to be on disability. They're going to be trying to figure things out. And you're lucky if you get them to come back because now – They've been burned out by the biz, by by the work that the very work that they were doing that probably at one point they loved. So why wait to burn out? That's my big argument. Why not have these conversations about how do I preserve my emotional well being? What can I be doing every single day so I don't hit that burnout wall? So it's really about okay, what strategies and and uh, tools do your people have to care for themselves? And it it's everybody's business. to to care that they know how to, how to do this. It's not, I'm going to go and take a spa day every six months and think that we're going to undo six months of compounded stress. Like the reality is stress kills people. So if we can get ahead of it, we can preserve emotional well being and therefore preserve burnout and then loss of work through, you know, illnesses.
0: But can we, can we try the spa days, Michelle? It sounded really cool. Like I love the sound of it. I mean, it's just me.
1: So many people, well, yeah, of course, of course. Okay, but so good. many, so many people think that you know, oh, I, I took a day off. I, I was really feeling it, and I went to a spa. And then, like at the end of the, the spa day, they're like, "Well, that was nice, but like that did nothing compared to what I've <laughs> done for six months." So it's like yeah. manage your expectations. So that's why I'm all about what are you doing on the daily? What are you doing every morning? What's your morning routine? What's your nutrition like? What's your sleep like? What are you doing to disconnect? To unplug from work, like all of these things are so critical. It's literally down to what is your day to day routine look like. That's where I come in and say, "Listen, you have some opportunity. Let's let's make some changes." So you don't, you never even have to see the word burnout.
0: Right. I could tell you from from my standpoint. You know, I'm I'm an HR consultant. Many of my clients um, don't have HR, or if they do, it's a person who maybe. Might not be super savvy about it or has too many things going on. So I'm their source of, um, of help as well. And, you know, I'm going to read you the statistic and I, and I was not shocked when I saw this at all. This was from the American Institute of Stress. 95% of workers report feeling stress at work. Almost a third describe their stress level as high to unusually high. And I know with with my clients, with my friends alone, just in my friend group, it I could see it on their face. And, you know, JC and I, we've talked about this on, on another podcast or two that in the last year alone, um, just in my in my, you know, very close friend group, I would say 80 percent of that friend, friend group quit their job to get a new job that was less pay, but also less stress and less work. So they're like, we will, I will give up the pay. And I think if you're at a certain level of salary or total compensation, um, you can do that. But for many, many people who are not, and they're at a lower end, they're just going to quit their job to go to another job. That's low pay and been be stressed about another reason. So, you know, uh, how do you, I I just like, how do you support people that are just saying I'm burnt out for me? i go in and do management training and say like hey managers of business owners and then leaders and then managers you're the source of the stress
1: (laughs) are they but are they though so here's my challenge this is this is the thing you you hire people because they're good they're ambitious and they're dedicated then when they show they're dedicated and they give and they give and they give and they give to a fault, to the point where they're not creating balance so they can take care of themselves to come back and be focused and do the job. Whose fault is that? Is it, is it the employer or is it the employee? So this is where I want to, I want to bring it back to the employee and say, you want, you want to, you know, have the long game be a success. Then you got to make yourself and your boundaries and your personal self-care a daily thing so that you can keep showing up. You think of an Olympian, they don't do a race after a race, they take downtime. Like, we almost have to retrain people how to make themselves a priority so that they can show up and do the job that they know they're capable of. So many people forego that thinking, I'm just going to grind. I'm going to grind eight, 10 hours, 12 hours. I'm just going to go. And that will never work.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) You got the coffee. You got the Red Bull. You're smoking the cigarettes. You're doing the dip at the same time. You're skipping (laughs) lunch. You're working through lunch because you're going to make it to the next meeting. You are going to climb the ladder. It's going to be amazing. Then you have a heart attack at the age of 28 years old you know? Yeah. And then, and and then on top of that as well, it's like, okay, so maybe they do climb the mat ladder. Maybe they get that commission check. Maybe they get that bonus check, but then the rest of their life, it may, you know, be miserable because they, they've, they said I sacrifice relationships and friendships and families so that I can go after this career goal and nobody stopped me. Therefore I keep going. So I totally see what you're saying there, Michelle, we have to train, not just companies but oh. we need to train people yeah. to stand up for themselves and say i'm burnt out but well, here here's an interesting other aspect of that since we were talking about generations in the first series our first session of this podcast series is the younger generations you you tell me you're the expert but the younger generations are doing that and everybody's mad yes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes they're saying i want balance they're saying i need a mental health thing they're saying what they need And I think I think it's also getting attention, and people are starting to say, "Wow, okay, this is not this is not the way it used to be. This is a new world we're in here. So to be competitive, are, are you offering something as simple as a resilience coach to teach your people how to take care of themselves so that they can be the best of their you know show up the best of their ability?"
0: Right. With that said, we will be right back to discuss more healthcare options and mental healthcare options specifically. for employees, employers and employees. We'll see you in a minute. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.